So if you hadn't noticed the theme, today we'll be talking about how God calls us. And God calls us, each and every one of us, to do God's will in this world. And God's will, put pretty simply, is just to love God and to love our neighbor. And often we don't do a very good job at sharing that love. We often presume the worst of places and people. We say things that are hurtful or dismissive. We ignore God calling us to something better. Hearing Nathaniel's words in our reading from John today reminds me of some of those failures. Upon hearing that Jesus is the one they've been waiting for, Nathaniel box at his hometown. He asks, can anything good come from Nazareth? Can anything good come from that place, that middle of nowhere town? Do we really need someone from Nazareth? Why couldn't he be from somewhere more important, more interesting, more wealthy or powerful? Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathaniel judges Jesus before having even met him without knowing him based solely on the location he comes from. And this is a familiar failure. Familiar for me because I have experienced what these kinds of prejudices and presumptions can feel like as the one being judged. Familiar for me because I know that I have failed myself and have made judgments just like this. I have let my own presumptions and prejudices blind me from seeing my neighbor. Familiar because as we commemorate Martin Luther King Jr. this weekend, we are still praying for all the people who have been and still are dismissed because of where they come from, because of the color of their skin, because of their gender or their finances. And frankly, it's familiar simply from listening to the news this week. Familiar words reportedly said about entire countries in our world. Can anything good come from, you name it. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip doesn't scold Nathaniel for his dismissiveness. He doesn't tell him he should be more open-minded. He doesn't shame him for his prejudices against that place. Philip just says, come and see. Because Philip knows what Nathaniel doesn't. Philip knows Jesus of Nazareth. And Philip already knows what it means to be in relationship with Jesus, not just to know Jesus, but for Jesus to know him. Because Jesus, God, knowing you is a pretty big deal. Our psalm says, Lord, you have examined me. You know all about me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You know my thoughts before I think them. In a world that often prejudges, when we are often both the judge and the person being judged, being known completely and utterly is not something that happens very often. We try to put our best face forward. Facebook and other social media are usually the best parts of our lives, not the worst. It's rare that we share our whole selves with others. Maybe we're afraid that if they really knew us, really truly knew us, they wouldn't like us anymore. The first time my husband Greg walked in on me watching America's Next Top Model, I was terrified. He had just learned something about me that I am pretty ashamed of. He had learned about my love for that terrible and trashy show. Today, he's at home with our daughter, who has a pretty gross cold, and I asked him if it would be okay if I shared this example of being known today. And Greg said he didn't mind if I shared, but he also said he wouldn't mind if I just stopped watching the show in the first place. 
because even though I am ashamed of myself, I still watch it. It's on season 24 now. <laughs> I hate myself just a little bit as I do, and even knowing this about me, Greg still loves me anyway, or at least is still married to me. But honestly, it's scary to open ourselves up to judgment. We already face so much dismissal and judgment in our world. Why ask for more? But with God, there's no asking about it. When Jesus sees Nathanael, Jesus says, Here is truly a person of Israel. There is nothing false in him. Which is sort of a weird greeting. It would be like coming up to someone you're about to be introduced to and having them say, Wow, you are totally an American. How awesome and honest you are. It's a weird introduction. But for Nathaniel, it's sort of true. He is a person of Israel, and he's a pretty honest person, maybe too honest in sharing his prejudices about Nazareth. And so Nathaniel asks, how do you know me? And Jesus tells him, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. And we don't know when Nathaniel was under this tree. Maybe it was where Philip found him in the first place, but Nathaniel's reaction tells us something different. This response is one that shows Nathaniel that Jesus knows him and has known him the way only God does, in a way that no one else could. Immediately, Nathaniel says to Jesus, you are the son of God, you are the king of Israel. And as soon as Nathaniel is known by Jesus, he knows Jesus. Part of this relationship, part of this knowing, is to be called into discipleship. When Philip told Nathanael, come and see, he was calling him, calling him to Jesus, to be known, to be loved, and then to go out and follow Jesus. God calls us, each and every one of us, to do God's will in this world, to love God and to love our neighbor. And maybe we initially dismiss this calling like Nathanael. Maybe we let our prejudices and our presumptions get in our way. Maybe we're too afraid to be known to be rejected. Maybe we feel and worry that we're not worthy of God's calling to us. Maybe we wish we could be like Samuel in our first reading, who hears God calling him and listens, but maybe we keep getting distracted and going in the wrong directions. For all of this, for all of our failures, our judgments, our dismissals, for all of our sin, God still knows us, and God knows that we are meant for something better. And so in this love and God's amazing knowledge, God sends Jesus for us. Jesus goes to the cross to destroy prejudice, to end ignorance and hatred. Jesus rises from the dead so that we will all see heaven open. Jesus does this so that we will all see that we are God's children, that God knows you and loves you, that this knowing, this love, this relationship calls you to love as well. We are called to do God's will, to love God, and to love our neighbors. Our individual callings will all look different. Maybe you will be like Samuel, called to listen and share God's word. Maybe you will be like Nathaniel, who will soon be sent out with the other disciples to heal and to feed those in need. Your calling will be totally unique to you. Maybe you are called to build, to teach, to write, to play, to do any number of things. However God might be calling you to share God's love, I hope and pray that you, like Samuel, can say, I am here, here I am, speak, Lord. I am your servant, and I am listening. Amen. Amen.